Hey all you fans of the dark and mysterious. Before the episode begins, I'd like to ask you all a huge favor. If you enjoy the podcast, it would be awesome if you could head over to Apple Music, hit the subscribe button, and drop a five-star review. It really helps out the show. If you've got a great, creepy story to tell, send us an email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at straightupenigmas or Twitter at straightenigmas. Your story could be featured in an upcoming episode. While I put a lot of time into this episode, I want to give due credit to the many articles I used to find the information making this episode possible. Information on these articles can be found in the show notes and also on our website at straightupenigmas.home.blog. You might have noticed we've been on a little bit of a break over here. We're back, obviously, and with some great news. Straight Up Enigmas has joined several other amazing podcasts in the Straight Up Strange Productions Network. We're still going to be bringing you enigmatic episodes, and ideally I'd love to get an episode out every week or even every other week, but because I've just started a new job, things have been pretty busy. You'll see at least one episode per month from the Straight Up Enigmas crew. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and without further ado, let's begin. The Bermuda Triangle, or Devil's Triangle, is a section of the North Atlantic Ocean bounded loosely by Miami, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Dozens of ships and aircraft have mysteriously vanished in this area, covering 500,000 square miles of ocean, and pop culture has attributed many of these disappearances to the paranormal or activity by extraterrestrial beings. Christopher Columbus himself, who sailed through the area on his first voyage to the New World, reported seeing a great flame of fire, probably a meteor, crash into the sea one night and a strange light appear in the distance a few weeks later. He also wrote about strange compass readings, maybe because at that time, the Bermuda Triangle was one of the few places on Earth where true north and magnetic north lined up. Reports of unexplained disappearances, however, didn't really begin to capture the public's attention until 1918. It was in March of that year that the USS Cyclops, a 542-foot-long Navy cargo ship with over 300 men and 10,000 tons of manganese ore on board, sank somewhere between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay. The Cyclops never sent out an SOS distress call, despite being equipped to do so, and an extensive search found no wreckage. Only God and the sea know what happened to the great ship, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson later said. While the USS Cyclops may be one of the biggest maritime mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle, the mystery of Flight 19 is undoubtedly one of the strangest incidents in aviation history. In December 1945, five Navy bombers carrying 14 men took off from a Fort Lauderdale, Florida airfield to practice bombing runs over some nearby shoals. But with his compasses apparently malfunctioning, the leader of the mission, known as Flight 19, got extremely lost. All five planes flew aimlessly until they ran low on fuel and were forced to ditch at sea. 
What happened to Flight 19? Were any remains of the bombers ever recovered? What about the crewmen? Stay with me as we take a closer look into the enigmatic Flight 19. I'm Jaden McKill, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. It started as a routine training flight. At 2.10 p.m. on December 5, 1945, five TBM Avenger torpedo bombers took off from a naval air station in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The planes, collectively known as Flight 19, were scheduled to tackle a three-hour exercise known as Navigation Problem Number 1. Their triangular flight plan called for them to head east from the Florida coast and conduct bombing runs at a place called Hens and Chickens Shoals. They would then turn north and proceed over Grand Bahama Island before changing course a third time and flying southwest back to base. Except for one plane that only carried two men, each of the Avengers was crewed by three Navy men or Marines, most of whom had logged around 300 hours in the air. The flight's leader was Lieutenant Charles C. Taylor, an experienced pilot and veteran of several combat missions in World War II's Pacific Theater. At first, Flight 19 proceeded just as smoothly as the previous 18 had that day. Taylor and his pilots flew over hens and chickens shoals around 2.30 p.m. and dropped their practice bombs without incident. But shortly after the patrol turned north for the second leg of its journey, something very strange happened. For reasons that are still unclear, Taylor became convinced that his Avenger's compass was malfunctioning and that his planes had been flying in the wrong direction. The troubles only mounted after a front blew in and brought rain, strong winds, and heavy cloud cover. Flight 19 became hopelessly disoriented. I don't know where we are, one of the pilots said over the radio. We must have got lost after that last turn. Lieutenant Robert F. Cox, another Navy flight instructor who was flying near the Florida coast, was the first to overhear the patrol's radio communications. He immediately informed the air station of the situation and then contacted the Avengers to ask if they needed assistance. Both my compasses are out, and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Taylor said, his voice sounding nervous. I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down. Taylor's claim didn't seem to make sense. He'd made his scheduled pass over hens and chickens shoals in the Bahamas less than an hour earlier, but he now believed his planes had somehow drifted hundreds of miles off course and ended up in the Florida Keys. The 27-year-old had just transferred to Fort Lauderdale from Miami, and many have since speculated that he may have confused some of the islands of the Bahamas for the Keys. Under normal circumstances, 
Pilots lost in the Atlantic were supposed to point their planes toward the setting sun and fly west toward the mainland. But Taylor had become convinced that he might be over the Gulf of Mexico. Hoping to locate the Florida Peninsula, he made a fateful decision to steer Flight 19 northeast, a course that would only take them even farther out to sea. Some of his pilots seemed to have recognized that he was making a mistake. One man complained over the radio, if we would just fly west, we would get home. Taylor was eventually persuaded to turn around and head west, but shortly after 6 p.m., he seems to have canceled the order and once again changed direction. We didn't go far enough east, he said, still worried that he might be in the Gulf. We may as well just turn around and go east again. His pilots probably argued against the decision. Some investigators even believe that one plane broke off and flew in a new direction, but most followed their commander's lead. Flight 19's radio transmissions soon became increasingly faint as it headed out to sea. When fuel began to run low, Taylor was heard prepping his men for a potential crash landing in the ocean. All planes close up tight, he said. We'll have to ditch unless landfall. When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. A few minutes later, the Avengers' last radio communications were replaced by an empty buzz of static. We'll be back right after this. Hey, did you know that in the original Bloody Mary ritual, you had to walk backwards up a flight of stairs? Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, and the purpose was to catch a glimpse of your future husband's face. Really? I wish I could find my future husband that easily. Honestly, all I really want to do now is drink a Bloody Mary. Well, how about we go make some Bloody Marys while you tell me more fun facts about Bloody Mary? Join us every week at Booze and Spirits, where we make our favorite drinks and tell each other our favorite paranormal stories. Find us under Booze and Spirits on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and Podbean. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Booze and Spirits. A man in Brazil dies from severe burns, maybe from a UFO. In Washington, D.C., Jack the Slasher breaks into a house and barely steals anything, but dumps molasses all over a piano and cuts up curtains and sofas. I'm Andrew Gable, and on Forgotten Darkness, I'll look through old newspapers and other sources to find those lesser-known stories of yesteryear. I look mostly at true crime and unexplained phenomena. So if either of those topics sounds like your sort of thing, check us out. You can find the podcast at ForgottenDarkness.Podbean.com or on most podcast apps. The Navy immediately scrambled search planes to hunt for the missing patrol. Around 7.30 p.m., a pair of PBM Mariner flying boats took off from an air station north of Fort Lauderdale. Just 20 minutes later, however, one of them seemed to follow Flight 19's lead by suddenly vanishing off radar. The remains of the Mariner and its 13 crewmen were never recovered, but it's commonly believed that the seaplane exploded shortly after takeoff. Flying boats were notoriously accident-prone and were even nicknamed flying gas tanks. Suspicions that the seaplane may have gone up in flames were all but confirmed by a passing merchant ship, 
which spotted a fireball and found evidence of an oil slick in the ocean. At first light the next day, the Navy dispatched more than 300 boats and aircraft to look for Flight 19 and the missing Mariner. The search party spent five days combing through more than 300,000 square miles of territory, but to no avail. They just vanished, Navy Lieutenant David White later recalled. We had hundreds of planes out looking, and we searched over land and water for days, and nobody ever found the bodies or any debris. It was as if they had flown to Mars. A Navy Board of Investigation was also left scratching its head. While it argued that Taylor might have confused the Bahamas for the Florida Keys after his compasses malfunctioned, it could find no clear explanation for why Flight 19 had become so disoriented. Its members eventually contributed the loss to, quote, causes or reasons unknown. The strange events of December 5, 1945 have since led to all manner of wild theories and speculation. In the 1960s and 70s, Pulp magazines helped popularize the idea that Flight 19 had been gobbled up by the Bermuda Triangle, a section of the Atlantic supposedly known for its high volume of freak disappearances and mechanical failures. Other books and fictional portrayals have suggested that magnetic anomalies, parallel dimensions, and alien abductions might have all played a role in the tragedy. In 1977, the film Close Encounters of the Third Kind famously depicted Flight 19 as having been whisked away by flying saucers and later deposited in the deserts of Mexico. Even if the Lost Patrol didn't fall victim to the supernatural, there's no denying that its disappearance was weird and left many unanswered questions. Perhaps the strangest of all concerns Lieutenant Taylor. Witnesses later claimed that he arrived to Flight 19's pre-exercise briefing several minutes late and requested to be excused from leading the mission. I just don't want to take this one out, he supposedly said. Just why Taylor tried to get out of flying remains a mystery, but it has led many to suggest that he may not have been fit for duty. Also unexplained is why none of the members of Flight 19 made use of the rescue radio frequency of their plane's ZBX receivers, which could have helped lead them toward Navy radio towers on land. The pilots were told to switch the devices on, but they either didn't hear the message or didn't acknowledge it. What really happened to Flight 19? The most likely scenario is that the planes eventually ran out of gas and ditched in the ocean somewhere off the coast of Florida, leaving any survivors at the mercy of rough seas and deep water. In 1991, a group of treasure hunters seemed to have finally solved the puzzle when they stumbled upon the watery graves of five World War II-era Avengers near Fort Lauderdale. Unfortunately, it was later found that the Hulks belonged to a different group of Navy planes whose serial numbers didn't match those of the fabled Lost Squadron. Many believe the wrecks of Flight 19 and its doomed rescue plane may still lurk somewhere in the Bermuda Triangle, but while the search continues to this day, no definitive signs of the six aircraft or their 27 crewmen have ever been found. What do you think happened to Flight 19? 
Was some kind of force in the Bermuda Triangle responsible? Was it aliens? Or did the crewmen simply become lost and confused during a storm? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. You can also contact us through email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or through our website at straightupenigmas.home.blog. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Music to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. This episode was written and produced by me, Jaden McKell, and the theme song was created by Chuck Flyer. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time on Straight Up Enigmas. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.